boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you're listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to talk about one of my personal favorite activities, something that's popular in the United States as well as here in Chile. And that is trekking or also known as hiking, depending on who you're talking to. So we're going to talk all about that today, places in the U.S. where we like to hike, places here in Chile, any kind of funny stories, you name it. So remember, if you get lost, go online and check out that transcript and vocabulary guide. Okay, so Paige, where did we go this weekend? We actually did go trekking. I don't remember the name of it, so you're going to have to help me out. Sure. So this, this last weekend, Paige and I and a few friends, we went hiking or trekking. Either way, we can say either one. We went to a place called Quebrada de Macul that is here in Santiago, Chile. And it was really nice. It's one of my one of my favorite parks to go to here in, in Santiago. It's located uh, in the city, kind of up in the hills a little bit. They say hills here. For me, they're more mountains. But sure. yeah, it's located just like, you know, within an hour of the, of the city center. Easy to get to. Good hiking trails. A nice little river you can swim in. So I think we had a good time, yeah? Yeah, I guess we should have recorded this live while we were trekking. I know, we could missed have opportunity. missed opportunity. You could have <laughs> captured the, the nature sounds yeah, and everything. Yeah, I had to carry so. Ian. He was really out of shape. Exactly. I was, I was huffing and puffing <laughs> just a few minutes in, so good to have that help. Have you been trekking to a lot of places here in, in Santiago or Chile in yeah, general? I don't do it enough because I think I don't have a car, so it's always easier said than done to wake up and take a train to a bus to an uber to get somewhere the track but no i've done probably like five or six hikes around santiago and then in march we did torres del paine so we did lots of hikes on the w there which was amazing i think what i like about the hikes here is you can kind of have a lot of variations where you can hike up a hill which is like you said feels like a mountain where it's like intense, just like total incline. Or you can do what we did the other day where you're like hiking up a hill, but it has like a waterfall and a river and it's flat and chill too. So you can have all different variations, which is nice. And I, I will say I grew up in Boston. So like we're very close to New Hampshire and Maine where there's tons of national parks, lots of hiking to do, but I've never owned hiking shoes. You know, I've hiked back in the day like once or twice a year I would just use my running shoes sure but here I invested in a pair and I will say very good decision it's a, it's a game changer <laughs> yeah for sure especially here because a lot of the hikes around Santiago it's we're in a desert climate so it's so dry like we hiked Menkewe when we first got here 
wearing our running shoes and we were just slipping we were like <laughs> ice skating down the yeah, whole down yeah. the whole hill you're just sliding on the dirt all the dry yeah. dry soil yeah it's not the easiest to climb on if you you don't have the right footwear so it's definitely a game changer going from having just even running shoes with with the flat bottoms mm-hmm. to something that's got a better grip on it it's definitely uh it's definitely a difference. No, yeah. it was funny. We we like just moved here and we're like ice skating down Main Gateway and like Chileans were just like laughing at us like, "What are you wearing?" And we're like, <laughs> "Okay, we're gonna buy some shoes." <laughs> yeah, you guys don't do this much, do you? That's probably a good thought. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've been hiking definitely a lot more, for sure. It's hard not to here. Right. Exactly. That's like I said to you. Um, that's one of the things I love most about Santiago is. You know, you can find different places with different difficulties, different scenery, all within public transportation of the city if you really try. It's kind of a chain of transportation sometimes, but it's really nice that it even exists. In, in other cases, in other places, you have to go outside the city, maybe stay the night somewhere, or go camping somewhere, which isn't always convenient. What's been your favorite hikes? That's a really good question. So. I've actually been on a lot of hikes here. I have a hiking group here in Santiago, a group of friends that most weekends we pick one day on the weekend and we'll we'll pick a spot around the city and we'll go and, and do it. I'd say a month ago, we did probably the hardest summit that we've done so far. Uh, it's called Cerro Carpa, mm-hmm. which is in La Desa, which is really far north in the city. So it takes a little while to get there. And then once you get there, there's two different peaks. There's Conchali first, and then there's Carpa. To reach Carpa, the summit, and then the descent, it's 10 hours total. So it's a long hike, uh, as you can imagine. So we're all in pretty good shape. We're used to hiking, and this was one where when we got to the top, we were pretty exhausted, yeah, and um, especially once we reached the bottom. So. I'd say that one, I'm not sure if that was absolutely the most fun, but I think it was the most (laughs) challenging and I felt like was the most rewarding. Did you know going in that it was going to be 10 hours? Yeah, we had read that it was going to be close to that, so we were were preparing for it, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it truly was. It was a long, a long hike and fortunately, you have the reward of having an amazing view every time you reach the top of somewhere and this view was incredible. We could see all of the the snow-capped mountains on the Cordillera, the mountain range between Chile and Argentina on the border. You could see all of Santiago. It was just a beautiful 360 view of the whole area. So while sometimes when when you're getting up, sometimes you wish you were already at the top or you hadn't come at all. (laughs) If it's early in the morning and you want to sleep or whatever, it's always worth it in the end having that amazing view and the feeling you get being out of the city, having fresh air. For me, it's always it's always worth doing. Generally, always the hardest part is waking up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weekend, you know, you have a rough week, you just want to sleep in, relax. You don't want to wake up at 8 a.m., 7 a.m. Exactly. to go on a hike. But no, it's, it's definitely totally worth it. And especially to have the, the discipline to not go out the night before which yeah. you know so it's a whole thing but it's I feel like it's always rewarding and then afterwards I always feel amazing too I always feel super relaxed and like I've used a lot of energy my body just always thanks me after 
having a nice long hike. I think it's good for the for the body. And if you if you are good about it, like you wake up early, go on the hike, you can get back and you still you know can like rest and go out or like you can still have a saturday sure exactly so it's nice if you like do it right it's like wow i got in a lot of exercise i feel good and now i can go out eat shitty food and drink a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's great too anytime yeah. you do a hike you can justify the eating and yeah. drinking afterwards it's great and quick reminder don't forget if you want to advance your english more learn more go online to dynamicenglish.cl where you can take private classes, you can take group classes, you can even now take classes online. When I first moved here, the Andes are very big for me. You know, I'm from the Midwest in the US where uh, it's pretty flat, we don't have a lot of mountains. So it's funny for me coming here, I'd tell the Chileans, wow, the mountains here are so big, how incredible. And they just gave me a response like, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> for them, they're nothing. They're like hills, you know. Yeah. But for me, they're they're huge. So it's funny to hear people refer to, for me, what are I would consider mountains as cerros or hills here. So it's funny that whole. Uh, it's all relative too. True. Did yeah. you did you hike much when you lived back in Missouri? Yes, yeah, a good question. Yeah, I mean, ever since I was little, I've always done a lot of um, hiking. Our family's been been pretty into it, I guess. Um, not so much now, um, but yeah, when I was little, I would do a lot of hiking with my with my grandpa or my cousins, with friends. So it's always been one of those activities that's that's been in my life. Yeah. What about you? I know you said growing up, you know, in the Boston area, there's mm -hmm. some good areas to do it. But you and your sisters, or yeah. you and your family, I mean, what would you? We we were a very active family, but we would go more skiing than hiking because um, we grew up in the summer on a lake, so we would just kind of be lake people. But my sister actually, probably in the past six years, fell in love with hiking. She hikes probably twice a week, always hiking. And she does long hikes. I mean, she'll go for 12 hours. She's hiked every peak in Maine, New Hampshire, everywhere. So like whenever I spend time with her, usually we go for a hike. She has like a stoner personality, so she's very like, yeah, like we'll wake up when we wake up and we'll hike when we hike and we're just gonna, no plan. Just go with the flow. <laughs> and I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> we're like very opposite. I'll be like, okay, like we going hiking? Like, let's do this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, like in a bit. We'll go to this place. She doesn't tell me any information, like how long the hike will be. And it's like a seven hour hike. We started at four. We're descending while it's pitch black out, no flashlights. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going on? It's always an adventure when I hike with her. Because of her, I've definitely gotten more into hiking and yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, she's, we're different hikers. That's what it sounds like. That's funny. <laughs> it's funny too, when I first got here, how they say trekking. Like to me in the U.S. when you say like I'm going trekking, it's like you're hiking the Appalachian Trail for two weeks. Exactly. Like trekking is like a, a journey. Yeah. Where here it's like I'm going trekking and it could be an hour walk in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. That was something I had to get used to also because, you know, in the United States, it's more common to say hiking using this verb. And so, yeah, I felt the same way. When, when I hear trek, I imagine this long, arduous journey, you know, weeks traveling from one place to another, not just an afternoon, you know, go to the park kind of thing. So that's something I've had to adjust to, even just with my English. Do you have any 
funny stories from your past hikes, whether here or at home? That's a really good question. <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. One thing that's always a concern, especially when you're hiking a new place, is not getting lost. <laughs> so that's something that, that's happened a couple times to me here. My group, we've gone to uh, a new hill or a new area to, to do trekking. And sometimes we'll be getting really close to sunset. And there was one time in particular, I can't remember exactly which, which uh, hill we were at, but uh, it was getting pretty close to dark and we couldn't find the trail, the right trail back to, to where we had came. And so we went down one path and maybe after a few minutes we realized this wasn't the right path. So then we had to hike back up the trail. So you're also expending a lot of energy, right? So it's not just that you're losing time, but you're also losing energy. So we hiked back up the trail, tried again, went down another trail, wrong trail, had to go back up. And at this point, a couple people in the group were, were starting to get a little bit nervous because it's, it's really no joke, you know, hiking in the dark or losing a trailhead when it's dark. You could really get lost and, Did you have flashlights and get in trouble. Uh, we had, we had cell phones, phones, but nothing, yeah. nothing to be able to really prepare us for the night. And so a couple of people were starting to get a little nervous saying we really need to find the trailhead uh, and things like this. Close to sunset, we were finally able to find each other all at the bottom, but these are kind of scenarios that uh, you don't want to get yourself into, but they usually happen if you if you go to new places or if you aren't exactly familiar with the, with the, the place that you're at. So. I, that is kind of a, a fall of nowadays that our phones are everything, that we rely on them too much. Where normal people, like before, pre like smartphones, you would bring a flashlight when you go hiking. Right. But we're like, oh, our cell phones, but it's like, you're out of service, your phone's gonna die. Right, and that happened too. Both of their phones were dead, so mm -hmm. we had no way of calling them even if we wanted to. It's uh, just not an ideal situation. Yeah, so many interesting things can happen on the trail. You can get lost, you can find interesting things, you can get exhausted. Anything can happen, anything can happen. So, But fun things too. Fun things too, <laughs> usually fun things, yeah. So if you haven't had the chance to get out and check out some of Santiago's uh, hikes, you should definitely go Google them. There's a lot of really good ones nearby. And like we said, different difficulties too. If you wanna take your kids out to certain ones, there's plenty. If you wanna, if you think you're a professional and you wanna really test yourself, there's that as well, all close to the city. So. If you're in Chile, take advantage of the amazing hikes that are around, okay? And do yourself a favor, get a nice sweat, get a nice view, and enjoy the outdoors, okay? So once again, thanks for listening, and check out that transcript and audio guide if you are lost, okay? So thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.